welcome to the Life Hit Podcast. I am your host, Johnny Orm, and today we're going to talk about a good lot of Star Wars stuff. But first, let's talk about the business. You can join our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Bloody Orm, B-L-O-O-D-Y-O-R-M-E. You can find us on Tumblr at mystarswifedebt.tumblr.com. If you would like to contribute to the upkeep of the blog and the podcast, then you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash mystarswifedebt. There's a couple of tiers for you to choose from and some excellent perks at each level. And if you would like to get your words read on the show or hear yourself on the show, please send me emails and voicemails to... Uh, podcast at outlook.com and that's it for the business so let's get on with the show so uh, I've, I've sat and I've watched um, the latest episode of Rebel uh, not Rebels, Resistance uh, called um, Kaz's Curse um, it starts out in the in Auntie's Kaz is winning at a, 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 a dice game against a load of pirates. He's, uh, he's basically clearing them out of credits. Um, beginner's luck, they say. And um, one of the uh, one of the pirates isn't happy about this, so he gets up and chants a few words, licks his hand and wipes it on Kaz's face and says that he's now cursed. Uh, Kaz doesn't believe it, but he, you know, he, he takes the credits and goes, because, you know, when it's getting a bit like that, you don't want to play the games anymore. Um, so, uh, as him and Nico walk around, Nico is, like, completely obsessed with the fact that Kaz is cursed. And Kaz is like, I don't believe it, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. And then, he, um... As he's going along, like, lights start flickering around him and everything. Niku is convinced it's the curse. And Kaz is not. Uh, He is called to the Ace's um, hangar bay. And as they are approaching Guavian... Well, they're going to Guavian Death Gang territory. And... um, Basically, Kaz, Hype, and Tora are going out on a scouting mission to make sure that um, they're all okay and that the Guavians aren't around. So, um, as they're going along, Kaz encounters a Guavian scout, but his the fireball continues starts malfunctioning, uh, which is like the first time in this season. Um, and he um, he loses the Guavian, um, which puts the entire Colossus in danger. Um, back on the ship, back on the Colossus, Kaz and Niku are like his ship is just knackered. Uh, him and Kaz, him and Niku are going around. Uh, like he goes to buy some stew, and he runs out. They've run out of stew. Um, he goes back to the pirate, who 
and he's like, he basically, basically pleads with him to re- lift the curse. And hilariously, like, Kaz walks in, he's got a gorg on his head, his foot's in a box, he's beaten, he's battered, he's bruised, and the guy double curses him, which puts Niku into a complete tizzy. Um, so in the end, he goes to, oh, God, I can't remember it, Mika Gray, uh, who we've met in the, she's the um, weird force-using archaeologist, Indiana jones person that we met in Relic Raiders and um, she she's basically acting like a kind of fortune teller making a bit of money from doing that and she gives Kaz a little stone statue and says that it's a good luck charm and with Kaz holding it he's like yeah okay he feels good he feels better excuse me <coughs> sorry I am like full of cold um, so he um, where was I oh yeah so with his little statue he feels a lot better um, and then the Colossus comes under attack by the Guardians and it's like right okay you can either pay us a million credits or we take your ship so um, Captain Dozer like no scramble the aces so all the aces get in the ships apart from Kaz because he's on his way back to the hangar um, so the aces go out there they're doing okay but they're basically just defending defending the Colossus they're not taking the attack to the uh, Guavians Kaz joins the fray and manages to blow up Kaz single handedly takes down the Guavian, sc- the Guavian fighters um, and he comes back and he realises halfway through the battle that he hasn't got his uh, statue because the statue fell out of his pocket when he uh, was getting into the ship comes back, he's like I'm not cursed it's great and um, he gives the uh, this good luck charm to the pirate that cursed him saying that it's cursed and that he's now that Kaz is now cursing him um, because he got it from Mika Greg. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was that was the episode. Honestly, this felt like a return to form. Um, after my kind of little ranty session last week, I was uh, I kind of I put this episode off. Like, I was going to watch it on Sunday night, and in the end, I decided that I was going to watch Return of the Jedi instead because that was going to give me a lot more pleasure than watching Resistance um, but uh, as I'm recording this it's half past seven in the morning and I started watching it at quarter past six this morning because um, I was up and I really actually enjoyed it it felt like such a return to form to season one um, but it was also kind of telling the bigger story of the Colossus um, we didn't get any First Order stuff, we didn't get any TAM, but, you know, it was... This kind of felt like an episode that we really needed, um, kind of telling... It's a Kaz and Niku story, essentially, but with added ace fighters. Um, but I, re- I really enjoyed it. I was... 
you know, it, it kept my attention. Um, I didn't feel like it wasn't going anywhere. I mean, it's a going nowhere episode apart from the fact that they have they've gone through Guavi and Death Gang space, uh, and the Colossus came under attack. But this didn't. This wasn't a the Colossus needs X, so we've got to go and do Y, and then the story, and then like everything that goes wrong is Z. You know, <laughs> it's uh, this one felt like okay. Look, this is what the Colossus is doing. This is what our characters are doing, and the character, the plot for the characters, nicely tied into the um, plot for the Colossus, as opposed to Kaz and Tora or Kaz and so and so. You know, most likely Kaz and Hype, because you know we can only really showcase though Hype and Tora in the. Uh, as the eighth pilots, but um, no, it felt I really enjoyed it. It was it was fun, like yeah, it was Kaz being a bit slapsticky, but it felt like a season one. It it felt like it didn't. It, it felt like going back to the roots for season one, but it didn't kind of kind of like the everything that kind of it. Let's just say okay. Good, good episode. Return to form. Um, you know, they've. It feels like they kind of moved on from the whole. Colossus needs X, Y, and Z. Right? They've got all this money now, so hopefully. Uh, well, yeah, they got they got the money from Ranky, the blue, last episode. Um, so hopefully that means there won't be many more. Colossus needs fuel. Let's go get... We've got to salvage fuel. Colossus needs food. We've got to go salvage food. You know, hopefully now we've got the key to ending that. Um, you know, that, that trope that... You know, it worked for a f- couple of episodes. I think it ran on a bit too long... Hopefully now we're, we're, we've seen the back of the the giant creatures as well. And if it carries on like this over the next few episodes, I will be really happy with it. And I can see kind of like my enjoyment of the series come back. Uh, which is really what I want because I really like Resistance. Resistance is... Since season like since season one started, it's been like I've 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 loved watching it like, and I would just I just want to kind of get back to that place again with it, and I feel like yeah like I said if it go carries on like this then, uh, that is incredibly doable. Okay, I'm gonna put a pin in it now. Uh, I'm gonna talk about something else in just a second. So, see you in a sec. So, um. Yesterday, uh, Disney released, I don't know if this was uh, by accident or what, but they released uh, the Rise of Skywalker soundtrack um, as part of their um, Oscar bid for the Rise of Skywalker. Um, so, of course, they're like submitting it for um, Best Composer. Um, 
and I think like the link has been removed now or like access to it has been restricted but of course it's been it's it's out and it's online so obviously it's on YouTube um, so I've listened to it I've listened to it twice now I'm not doing spoilers okay uh, this is just thoughts and feelings based on the soundtrack. I'm not going to go into specific details or anything like that. I'm not naming tracks or anything like that. I'm just going to give you um, some some of my thoughts on what I've heard. Um, well, firstly, um, I don't think this is the soundtrack that we'll be getting on the uh, CD for the re- for like the release. Um, what I think this is this is more. Um, I mean, I believe that we will hear everything that I've heard. Like, you know, we'll hear it all on the CD. But it's it. A lot of the tracks are a bit shorter, um, and. Like there was, like the first, um, like the first track where you would um, expect to hear the main title theme, like that, um, not on this soundtrack. Now, am I saying that I don't think it's in the film? No, no, no. I believe it. You know, I'm 100 percent sure it will be in the film. Um, but it wasn't shown, it wasn't kind of in this. And where we normally get like kind of like the end, like the end of the, it's like when you get like the last few scenes and it goes into like the credits, um, oh, the credits um, score as well, like there wasn't that either. So I don't think this is the official release. I think. This is basically uh, a highlights reel, maybe, of some of the new music that um, is being put forward for the consideration. Um, uh, so, so that's that. That's my first thought on it. This is not what we'll be seeing in the future. So. Until we get like official art from the albums or anything, like I think like the t- the track listing that we've got as well is um, isn't it, again is not what's going to be on the album covers uh, or the actual title tracks. They may they may be these could be like the production names for them. Um, We get a, we get quite a few uh, familiar themes. Um, I mean, the most notable, of course, are Ray's theme and Kylo's theme. We also get Leia's theme. We get Force theme, you know, and we get Palpatine's theme. Um, and they're all, you know, they all work very well. Um, different arrangements of them and all this and they're very good it's very effective and as far as I was concerned this was a really solid soundtrack like I mean 
I I have read spoilers. I've read everything that Jason Ward and Making Styles has put out. Um, so kind of like with that in mind, I've kind of been able to like listen to it and be like, right, okay, fair enough. And looking at a track list, kind of like, right, so theoretically this is when such and such is happening and you know you get a feel for it um and I've enjoyed I enjoyed it I really I thought you know John Williams did a cracking job um as always um it it bring it ties together a lot of kind of the stuff that we've heard in like the the last Jedi and Force Awakens soundtracks as well so it kind of like it you know it brings kind of like the musical journey to a close I guess it is the way of describe is one way of describing it kind of like this you know like like we're bringing the um, like we're bringing the saga to a close I believe I heard some hints of prequel themes as well which was pretty cool um I couldn't, like, I couldn't, you know, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna, like, this isn't gonna be, like, the, the thing that I, you know, I'm not going to battle over it, because I'm not, you know, but I think I heard some prequel stuff in there, which, again, is nice, and, and, um, just adds to, like, the layers of, you know, this is, this is the end and a celebration of sorts of the Skywalker saga. Um, definitely, you definitely get a feel for the mood of different parts of the film. It's a lot more light-hearted than I ex- expected. Um, like, it doesn't... You know, like you, you, based on like the visuals we've seen, it doesn't feel that dark. It doesn't feel as dark as it kind of comes across in some of the trailers. Which, um, I mean, granted, we're seeing we've seen <laughs> five minutes of a two two hour and twenty minute film. You know, so we're not exactly seeing tons. We're seeing very specific moments. So, you know, it's, we can't base the tone of the film on that. Um, but it was a little surprising, if you know what I mean. Um, I think I was coming, I had some preconceived notions. Those preconceived notions, I feel, have, have not been quashed, but I've, my, my expectation of tone has changed um, I mean, there was nothing in there that made me go, like, let's let's have a flashback to 2005 when I got the Revenge of the Sith soundtrack, and I put it on my CD player, and um, I was listening to it, and I got to the track, and Anna, it was Anakin's Betrayal, and, like, you just knew. I mean, like, the soundtrack came out about a month before the film, and I, or, no, it was a couple of weeks before the film, and I managed to get it in those couple of weeks. And 
I was I was just like, wow, okay. Like I full on ugly cried about that over that track. There was nothing in not saying that the soundtrack didn't fill me with kind of any emotions, of course it did, but there was nothing like kind of that stood out as I'm listening to it, you know, it wasn't a case of right, Anakin's killing the Jedi now. Like soon like Anakin's betrayal, that could have been it him betraying it could have been like anything, really, in the context of Anakin's story. But when you hear that track, you know exactly what's going on. You know that the Jedi, that the Jedi purge, is starting. And honestly, I'm sat. I'm, I'm you know I'm working and I'm listening to the Rise of Skywalker soundtrack, and you know I get a feel. I get a feel of what's happening. I get a feel of what's going on. But there was nothing that just hit me like Anakin's betrayal. Um, again, not to say that that's a bad thing. Um, probably because I just couldn't visualize. I can't. There's so much stuff going on with Rise of Skywalker. There's so much stuff. Like, yes, I've read all the spoilers, but it's a bit different now. Like, Revenge of the Sith, we already kind of knew. We knew more of what was going on in that story than we do for Rise of Skywalker, even though we've had a load of spoilers, but Revenge of the Sith, we already had the novelization out, and I'd read it a couple of times before the film came out, and before I'd done the uh, soundtrack, so, you know. Um, but overall, just fantastic music. John Williams is a master. It's, you know, it's his his final go around on the uh, on the old Star Wars train as well and you know he's going out with a bang um, so yeah I'm pretty uh, pretty happy with it I just um, now I want to and I, now I kind of want to see how it all pieces together on the sound on the on the album when it comes out and uh, how it all fits together in the film but yeah definitely worth a listen you can find it on YouTube um, if you want to listen, um, if you if you want to avoid everything, then yeah, don't do it. But you know, unless you sit there, there's based on the track listing, there's no uh, Qui Gon's noble end. <laughs> so um, yeah, the track listing that's going around online, there's no Qui Gon's noble end written on there. Kind of the you know incredible spoilers. Um, so definitely you, you, it's safe to look at um, so yeah there we go that's uh, the Rise of Skywalker soundtrack if you just hold on for a second I'm pretty sure we'll be coming back with something else in just a second and before we go remember you can follow the blog and podcast at mystarwarslifedebt.wordpress.com you can follow the follow our shenanigans at uh, facebook.com forward slash lifedebtblogpod you can also follow me on twitter at bloodyorm b-l-o-o-d-y-o-r-m-e you can also find us on tumblr mystarwarslifedebt.tumblr.com 
And if you would like to contribute to the upkeep of the blog and podcast, you can visit patreon.com forward slash mystylesleftyet. Uh, there are two tiers for you to choose from, and all contributions are greatly appreciated. And if you would like to hear yourself or your words read out on the podcast, then please uh, email me at lifedebtpodcast.outlook.com. And if you could take a couple of minutes to rate and review the show, that would also be greatly appreciated because all ratings and reviews greatly help uh, get the word out there about the podcast and the blog. Um, So yeah, that's it for this week. And punch it chewy. And one last thing before we go, I would like to thank our Patreon members at the Journey to Life Debt Celebration tier. So thank you very much to uh, Patreon Becky and Anthony for their contributions to this tier. And uh, may the force be with you both.